0: I think the the biggest, hardest question to answer on heaven is why is it fair that we get to go to heaven, have the best time ever, have no pain, no suffering, and the rest of the people that missed out on the Jesus train are going to be in hell suffering forever? Well, okay.
1: Welcome to episode 30. It's good to see you all back 40. here.
2: Isn't it, isn't
0: it 40? Yeah, Did a typo. It's like we're not on 40, we're on 30. We'll get there, guys. We'll get there.
1: Well, that's awkward.
0: <laughs> so today we are talking about heaven on the biggest topic, but Aiden wants to speak on Christmas. I hope you guys all had a great Christmas. Um, but Aiden's going to tell us the true meaning of Christmas.
2: I th- yeah. So I thought it'd be only appropriate Since we were recording this the day after Christmas On Kwanzaa by the way On his Happy birthday Kwanzaa. Oh yeah On it's his birthday it. It's Aiden's birthday Um <laughs> <laughs> Do you uh I, I bought I brought you a present
0: Aiden Aww Eh hey? On the uh, Like imagine the house It's <laughs> up on the head <laughs> Hey,
1: there's one more. There's one more thing down there. So you know how oh. you know how in Cards Against Humanity, we like the short words. Well, now we have
2: <laughs> the food pack. <laughs> <laughs> the food pack. Let's go. Thanks, Wolfgang.
1: No, we don't play that sinful game. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue, my good sir.
2: Anyways, <clears throat> I thought it'd only be appropriate to um, talk about. The meaning of Christmas as Christians or followers of Christ, um, a lot of us are aware that Jesus's birthday wasn't really on December twenty fifth. But we don't care. Yeah, in the Bible, <laughs> yeah, in the Bible, it doesn't specify um, when Jesus was born, and we are aware that it's a pagan holiday. But we also have to like the pagan is in the sense of like the trees and decorations and lights and stuff. Those Very kind of good. traditions are. Pagan originally, but, um, well, it is never seen
1: as a bad thing to celebrate the birth of uh, our Lord and Savior. Exactly.
2: That's when, so that's, that's when why we, we still to. celebrate it. Yeah. We want to celebrate Jesus's birth, even though it's, he probably wasn't born yesterday, thousand, 2000 years ago. <laughs> it's also a season of giving. And I think that really represents when we were given the son of Christ or the son of, not the son of Christ, lol, son of God. Um, the Christ the, the Son Christ of God. the Christ <laughs> yes so
0: uh, I think it's cool because our topic's heaven and Jesus brought himself down from heaven which I think was a true fac- sacrifice for him was turning himself into a literal baby like it, it sounds like a Marvel movie when you kind of think about it like he's just this all powerful thing and he turns himself into pretty much the most humbling thing you can turn yourself into to save what he loves
2: um, so
1: basically like Superman with the little the meteorite just- <laughs>
2: He couldn't be a frog or something? I guess that would be a (laughs) little more humiliating. But (laughs) a bit bit of a confusing storyline. I feel like he wouldn't be able to talk to people very well. He'd be able to talk to frogs. What if the world was like...
1: Can we start our new series today? What? Things that we wish that Jesus...
2: (laughs) (laughs) Things that Jesus could have done but didn't. And (laughs) we're upset about
1: it. Today's topic of that is the force. All right. (laughs) Thank you for that. We are coming back next week for our next thing. Jesus could have done, but chose not to, and we're upset. All right.
2: <laughs> but anyways, I just want to, like, circle back and say that, like, first of all, Merry Christmas. I hope you all celebrated Jesus' birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, yeah, that's really it.
1: I- <laughs> okay. Amen, brother. Okay, well, we'll go over anything happen over the week of our first – first week of break here
2: gosh yeah i haven't been on here like on the podcast in a while yeah so. what's happening in your life Aiden? a lot what's, of happ- what's lot going on happened. um over the past week i have learned a lot about scripture and the material in scripture there are these channels on youtube i've been looking at this guy named alex wilson and um
1: this is the 20th time I have heard i've heard the name to have alex
2: wilson today and um <laughs> No, but he's great, and he knows a lot about the Scripture, and he relates every little like inconvenience and convenience in his life to either a story in the Bible or what God wants him to learn from it, and I think it's really wonderful. And then there's this other channel. I don't know how to pronounce the name, but um, he takes stuff from the Bible and takes it super literally and turns it into these really cool stories, and um, it's kind of interesting to see, like, to see stuff how to see stuff like how christmas would have played out or like jesus's birth original birthday and um john's revelation stuff like that and um so yeah that's what i've been up to that's cool yeah, research I think, I think
0: youtube is a great spot to find a lot of stuff but you just got to make sure you're already pretty grounded and understand the bible because if you're not there's there's a lot of channels and videos on the internet in general that can They take what the Bible says out of context, and it's hard to see if you're not...
2: Yeah, like Jesus helped a friend come out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lazarus, come out. (laughs) (laughs) He's gay.
0: (laughs) Didn't you also get a girlfriend over the past few weeks?
2: I'm dating this girl named Ella. (laughs) And she's great. She watches our podcast. Throw it to me. (laughs) Okay, throw it to me. Oh, my God. For the love of... Or
1: would you like me to go? Yeah, you go. Okay. So, over the weekend... Or actually, over the entirety of last week, <clears throat> I was in Mexico. Nice, yeah, it was fun. You may see a little little tan here, um, <laughs> but unfortunately, while I was in Mexico, I got COVID. And in case you didn't know, you need to uh, get a test to get back into the country. Not a just negative any test. test, yeah, negative test. Thank you. And <laughs> so, unfortunately, I had to. Um, fly domestically and then I had to cross the border by foot and then fly again. <laughs> I don't think I put anyone in danger because I did test negative the day before. The only person that tested positive was my vaccinated brother. Um, <coughs> which is awkward. <laughs> um, anyway. Yeah, did Matthew get COVID and he's vaccinated? Yes.
2: Yeah. Funny how that works, isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> <laughs> quite hilarious. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Speaking of Matthew, unfortunately, Matthew has told us or at least me and Aiden, I don't think he told Luke, that he has uh lost his uh his motivation for the podcast. And he no longer wants to partake in it, at least not any time. Oh, Unless he's always welcome back. Yes. Sorry. That is wow. true. And Unless so, the
2: Holy Spirit can convince him otherwise. Yes.
1: You
0: no, know, start that fire up again. So
1: I um, it made me sit down and think about why did I why did we Start this podcast, why did I join it?
0: Um <laughs> why are you still here?
1: Yeah, why am I still After here? Thirty episodes, just to thirty out. hours of talking seriously so why why did I choose to stay on because Matthew obviously thought about this, and he came to his conclusion, but I came to mine and over the past couple of weeks, I've talked to multiple people from the podcast who have contacted me about prayer requests and, and just talking to me about certain issues and Bible verses and which, by the way, I encourage you to do. If you want, my personal Instagram is on the website. You guys can go check it out and talk to me. Um, (laughs) shameless plug is Jocelyn is is crying right now, (laughs) but, um, yeah, if you guys need something to talk about, prayer requests, or anything like that, just DM me, and I, I'll be more than happy to talk to you. So I've talked to multiple people, and i realized that you really cannot do this podcast for any other reason besides the pure joy that it can bring people, and the smile that it can put on people's faces to know that they're not the only ones out there. And I mean, that's a hard concept, because... You're sitting there you're like, "Well, what am I getting out of this?" I mean, we get to share our voice, but pretty much anyone can do that these days. I mean, there's a lot of social media platforms and whatnot. And uh,
0: I realized that we can we can help people with this platform and that's that's why I haven't stopped. Yeah, even if the numbers aren't huge, I mean, they're they're decent, but like we're not reaching millions of people, but even if you can touch one person, it's all worth it to me. Um, and I know that's super cliché, but it's true. And I found this is the best way for me to share the gospel and the love of christ so that's why i'm still doing it and i will i won't stop for a long time at least so yeah and so we may segue okay so our main subject for today is heaven now heaven is it's a big topic It's and a place. it's what, what are your thoughts on heaven just off the bat uh it's pretty cool trying to make it
1: to there <laughs> trying to make it <laughs> Waiting for my acceptance letter. I went there, I went
2: there last spring break. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do you think about
0: the people that go to have they, that that claim to have gone to heaven and come back and have all these crazy stories?
2: You know,
1: some people like think John that that's BS.
0: And <laughs> well, not in the Bible, but just like in just like there's a little kid story, and there's like there's a lot of stories of people that uh, say that they went to heaven and came back. Name?
1: He he made the movie uh, Heaven Is for Real.
2: Oh yeah, I've heard of that.
1: Um, very. Gosh. Very interesting story, to say the least. Yeah, so the guy, he went up there. I didn't believe it. He he s- could point out his grandfather. Only young grandfather, though, because everyone's young in heaven. Um, only young oh, grandfather. In prime. <laughs> 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 only young grandfather. And then he also found his aborted little, si- or not aborted, but miscarriaged little sister um, that had died a couple of years before. And, uh, yeah, pretty crazy. Yeah. So I believe it.
0: I think it's definitely something to uh, at least take into consideration. Speaking on the new bodies we shall receive in heaven. I'll, I'll read a verse kind of on that. So this is 1 Corinthians 15:42. So it is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. Um, if there is a natural body, there is also a spiritual body. So it is written, the first man, Adam, became a living being. The last, Adam, a life-giving spirit. The spiritual did not come first, but the natural. And after that the spiritual the first man was of the dust of the earth the second man was of heaven and was the earthly man so are these <coughs> who are of the earth and as it is in as it is the heavenly man so are all those who are of heaven and just as we have borne the image of the earthly man so we so shall we bear the image of the heavenly man so i think this is just talking about that we will have new bodies but we'll still have bodies made of the dust
1: yeah i mean that's probably the best interpretation of it
0: yeah i'd say there's a few more verses that talk about it but i think yeah we'll just be in the youngest best our be in our prime. prime yeah pretty much yeah so i think we should talk about the history of heaven in a way because in the old testament when abraham went or like any any person in the old testament that believed in jesus like where did they go and I think a lot of people have that. We actually have a question on that. Um, let's see, what's the where's the question? Kate, the great, <laughs> uh, she said, 13. "Where did people go when they died in the Old Testament?" So they went to a place called Abraham's bosom, I think it's called, and it was pretty much kind of where hell is. But it, it was like it wasn't hell. It was like a nice part of hell. So like <laughs> it was, it was like a waiting room, pretty much. Um, it and was then, the
1: Ritz Carlton of hell. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and then when Jesus died on the cross, he came down he went down to that place for 3 days and then pretty much got all those people down there a ride to heaven. So yeah, how do we get to heaven? Cuz there's a few ways it talks about in the Bible. There's kind of the the rapture scenario where we're still on earth and we get pulled into heaven. So yeah. we're just a lifeless body for a little bit. Well, I don't have the answer, but I'm just okay. talking about a few different well, theories. I'm just asking if is that does that what that theory said? is that what that theory says? Well, no, that theory is like we're still alive when Jesus returns. So there's that option. So like we're alive, we never die, and Jesus comes down, and okay, it's the end times pretty much.
2: Yeah, no one dies until the Antichrist comes.
0: And then there's the other option, which okay. is um, you obviously <laughs> die before Jesus comes back, uh-huh. and so there's a few different scenarios, I guess. One is you go right to heaven and you can like look down from heaven and still watch the earth, I guess. Sure. And then the other one is you die, but while you're dead, time doesn't pass. It's like you're sleeping in a way. And then pretty much like right when you die, it skips to the end where Jesus raises you from the dead and you go So that's to heaven. So he's got a, a hop, skip and a jump straight yep. to the... I think a big misconception too is people think we're going up into the sky and the clouds to be in heaven. Yeah. But heaven's actually coming down to earth. Jesus is gonna remake the earth into the new Jerusalem, and it's pretty much just gonna be a perfect earth.
2: Did you know that the new Jerusalem is? Uh, he, no, it's. Hmm. I forgot the dimensions of it. It's like it's pretty small.
0: It's, it's twelve thousand
2: cubic. I don't remember what the unit of measurement was.
0: But yeah, it's got like twelve gates. Everything's made of gold. Um,
2: it's guarded by angels
0: And the crazy thing too About heaven is We're still gonna have Jobs and responsibilities oh. Like I think a lot of people Think we just go up there And we turn into Like these spirit things That just worship God But we have Work to do For, for g- Jesus' kingdom And it's gonna be Like the perfect Fulfilling Amazing job I guess we could ask for But I'm not like A paper salesman No I'm like a Well okay. I mean I'm not You're sure What, what God has in store For you <laughs> I'm a tax collector <laughs> <laughs> Imagine there's taxes In heaven Great <laughs> Well the cool thing is We're not just it's gonna be a new to earth, so there's still like we're gonna have houses and stuff. So it uh-huh. says in uh Isaiah sixty yeah, five. Mansions, so that's what we're gonna have. <laughs> yeah. Jesus says, I'm gonna build many mansions. And they shall build houses and inhabit them, and they shall plant vineyards and eat the fruit. Heaven and earth kinda of become one? Yeah. Okay. Well it's gonna become new. It's gonna become new. Yeah. No, but heaven's a complicated right subject right because it, it changes like so after the thousand years on earth, so let's okay, so Jesus comes back, kinda of destroys the earth. Uh-huh. Resets it Makes okay. it perfect and beautiful The new Jerusalem And then we're there Serving him Doing work for him You know Having a great time Gold everywhere Um No There's no sadness No sickness Okay And then after a thousand years Satan comes back And then That's There's another yeah. battle I'm not sure if that's the battle of Armageddon But I think it is Okay And I'm From there I'm not really sure what's happening So I'm just I'm just talking about The thousand years we're on earth And we're just here for the ride
1: <laughs> So Okay let me get this straight. It, heaven and Earth are two different places, right now. Yeah. Are they? Okay. I'm sorry. Are they going to become one? Yes. Okay. Cool. Because I was gonna say, who chooses? I know. I know it's God, but like, what's the qualification to go Earth
0: versus Heaven if they're not the same? No, there's places? not like. If you're really good, you go to the heaven in the if sky. You're, if you're really good, <laughs> you get to go to heaven. <laughs> the rest of you guys could stay here. <laughs> no. So yeah, that's what I'm talking about here. And a lot of people, I think that, I think the biggest, hardest question to answer on heaven is why is it fair that we get to go to heaven, have the best time ever, have no pain, no suffering. And the rest of the people that missed out on the Jesus train are going to be in hell suffering forever.
1: Well, Okay. I'll put it to you this. I'll put this to you plainly. Hell is quite literally just the separation from God. And that separation was something that was freely chosen. God doesn't force
0: anybody into hell. Yeah, God doesn't prank you and be like, oh, prank, you didn't find out about (laughs) me. You're going to hell.
1: (laughs) Prank you. No. And so, with this in mind, people choose to separate themselves from from something that is omnibenevolent, something that is all good, and therefore, it makes it so that way, you have all bad. And if you make that decision, you can't really feel bad about making the right decision, because, especially if you're constantly trying to help people over and over again, saying, oh... Have you heard about Jesus? Are you getting right with the Lord? How's everything going in your faith? I do this with people a lot. And I say, and I ask, like, how's your relationship with God? I have people who don't text me for three months. They text me, and my first question is, how's the relationship with God? And so if you're not doing that, like, if, if you don't want to take on the responsibilities of,
0: of... Saving souls? Yeah.
1: no, Then, yes, you should feel guilty. But if you're constantly trying to help somebody and get them to heaven and they're either hostile towards you or just won't buy it, they are freely choosing to
0: separate themselves from something that is incredibly and all good. Yeah. And so so Isaiah 65, 17 says, For behold, I create the new heavens and the new earth, and the former shall not be remembered, nor come into mind. But be ye glad and rejoice forever in that which I create. For behold, I create Jerusalem, a rejoicing, a rejoicing and... For people a joy. So we're not going to even remember the old earth. So I think that's a big lesson for us is like, cause especially me, I, I tried to, I feel like I'm trying to build my own kingdom on earth mm. a lot of the time. And yep. I don't even realize it. And then when you really think about it, it's like in a few years, I'm not even going to remember this. Mm-hmm. This verse kind of applies to this. This is Matthew sixteen twenty six. What good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can another give in exchange for their soul? For the Son of Man is going to come in his Father's glory and with his angels. And then he will reward each person according to what they have done. You know, I read that yesterday. But it was in Luke, not in Matthew. Nice. And you have to understand, your time on earth now is literally a few sentences in eternity. You're in a book that goes on forever, and this is the first page. Arguably the most important page, though, because you have to decide good or bad and then if you decide good you have to also try to can to tell other people about the good place Mm -hmm. um and that kind of falls onto no it's it's definitely
1: the hardest and possibly yeah the most Mm -hmm. important because that's where all the decisions are made yeah you kind of it's like that page is the cause page and then everything after that is the effect page Mm -hmm. and you have to know that that is something that that
0: decision is on you. It's kind of when you're making a Minecraft world, you can choose creative survival and all those different modes and like what kind of <laughs> map you want. It's, it's a lot more than that, but that's just a stupid little example I had. <laughs> um, but I think we should talk about why do people not choose God? Because it seems like a stupid decision. If you know God is real, why would you not choose God? Uh, and so if you guys want to go first, I, I can say some stuff on it too, but. Mm-mm. Why do people not choose God? Because <sighs> I think a lot of people I think, they understand that there's right from wrong. They feel that in their mm-hmm. soul, and I, I can't t- to talk for everybody, but I feel like most, or n- if not all, people can understand that they aren't just randomness. I mean, to believe that you have to really almost brainwash yourself into thinking that. Because look around you. Look at your arms. Look at your eyes. Look how everything works together, and you're created for a purpose. And I think people, I think people know that really deep down. Um, so I think everyone really kind of knows the truth in a sense. Um, but a lot of people just still choose to do the wrong thing. And I think they want to do that because they they enjoy sin and they don't want to stop. They won't have anyone tell them that that's not okay what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And they want to keep living the way they want to. And some people, I think, go too far in that. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, I've done too many bad things. I can't even be saved. So they just kind of reject God because they don't even think they are... Rescuable, I guess all right, I know the answer to this question. Why
1: do people not choose God? It's pretty simple, actually. it's uh, one word it's called pride. And basically, if you if you don't believe in God, if you don't want to follow Him, you either think that you are better, or you think that um, you either think that you're better than God, let's say, or you think that you're powerful enough to where you won't be hurt by it. Because I know a lot of people, they say, like, well, if God was real, why doesn't he uh, kill me right now? <laughs> and then it doesn't happen. You get struck by lightning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, that would suck. Um, but, um, yeah, I think, I think pride is, is the number one thing. So that's why I think that the biggest, and I'll, t- I'll probably expand more on this either next episode or afterwards, but I think that the biggest threat to Christianity right now Is Buddhism just as among younger people, and I talked about this with Aiden this morning. Um, I think it's because it's a lot easier than Christianity, and that's just that's a fact. Buddhism, you have unlimited tries. Okay, that's something that if you don't make it the first time, boom, you're reborn and you get to go again until you reach enlightenment. When you do that, I don't know what happens. Um, But anyway, the point is, is that first of all buddhism makes christianity obsolete if it were to be true because if you get unlimited tries there's no need for a sacrifice for your sins Mm -hmm. and that completely takes away the point that jesus died for our sins and he died for us and i think that's something that's dangerous and the fact that you don't have to really even change anything about your life in order to choose it it makes it a lot more appealing pulls people away from christ and i think it's a work of Satan. And I know Buddhists personally. They're great people. I love all people. And I think that it's just something that in Christianity, it is the biggest threat, in my personal opinion, when it comes to religion. But do you think a lot of people
0: actually consider Buddhism a real truth? Some people do. and they Because I personally don't know a lot of Buddhists. but I know a couple <laughs> at our school. Um,
1: and I'm not going to list any names. But the thing is, is that, yeah, I feel like Buddhism by definition, is just a lot easier than Christianity. And it's a lot easier if you don't want a religion but still want something spiritual, then people are going to sit spiritual. there
0: and choose Buddhism because Buddhism is just the easiest one. I mean, I think it's different for everybody, but any anything besides Christianity won't get you to heaven. So choosing anything besides Jesus is not a good idea.
1: Well, some people acknowledge the things that Jesus did, like, oh, yeah, he may have walked on water. And some people don't. They say, no, he wasn't raised from the dead. Yeah, you're not believing sh- in him, though. You're acknowledging fine. some of the things he did. Uh, yeah, exactly. But when you say, oh, Jesus... Yeah, he all this stuff happened. But I don't really want to believe in him because I think there's multiple ways. I've heard that one before actually, where people say, I think there's multiple ways. But when Jesus clearly says, I'm the only way, I'm the truth, the way and the life, no one gets through the Father except or to the Father except
0: through me. Mm-hmm. Makes it pretty clear. Makes it pretty clear that you can't get anywhere good without Jesus. You can't get to heaven by doing anything good enough. Even like imagine your best. Your best example of a person that is good that you know in your life that seems to be doing everything right and seems like to be a great person if they don't believe in jesus they're still going to hell they're on the same level as hitler anyone so okay so this is kind of a hard example to explain but back it up just explain yes yeah (laughs) this this one might be a little uh Uh, imagine a spectrum and on one side is jesus and on the other side is hitler so you got the best say satan We'll just go to Satan. Well, Satan's not a human, so it doesn't really work. That's true. Well, any, any terrible person's on the far side of the spectrum. So you got Jesus on one side, a terrible person on the other side that definitely deserves death, oh. even through moral, like human morals that are skewed. Anyways, so to get to Jesus, you can't... Even if, if there was a pastor that does everything perfectly right but doesn't really believe in Jesus, he's still in the same mm-hmm. punishment. He, he's still on the same side of the spectrum as far as Jesus goes it's hard to explain this without visuals but yeah. pretty much the only way to get even to, even to even get to the other side of the spectrum there's nearly no in between uh. is to trust in Jesus um, so it doesn't matter if you think if you think that the person is going to be fine just because they're good they're not um, they still need Jesus is saving, because none of us are perfect or can't be perfect. A so. thought
1: that doesn't rest well with me very well, or many times, is that if Hitler, at the very, very end of his life, accepted Jesus, mm-hmm. then he's forgiven and washed clean. And I know that that, because we have to apply that rule consistently, because God's rules are always consistent, um, it's still just something that doesn't rest easy with me. And I mean, he was... Luckily I don't I don't think he came to Christ. He was an evolutionist. Luckily, entire... why
0: would you want him to come to Christ? There's some people that I I don't know. So do okay. No, the I, thing th- that comforts sorry, sorry. me in this situation is sorry. God is the ultimate judge. He knows... I know. Just
2: everything Hitler is up to us. I, no excuses, Wolfgang. I you know. said you love everyone.
1: I do love everyone, but Hitler <laughs> is Hitler. a really hard one to point to and be like, wow, you know, I really glad you made it, buddy." <laughs> that he has a reward for him. <laughs> I just... I don't know. I it,
2: think that's because of, like, <clears throat> probably the norms that we're taught in school. And like school and whatever will tell you Hitler was bad. And I mean, it's true, but like it would have been completely different for Christians. If he had come to Christ at the end of his life and didn't commit suicide,
1: if he had started doing better or good things by the end of his life, then yes, I would hope it for him. But if he just died on his deathbed, you're saying you would just like
0: use as a scapegoat to kind of save himself real quick. Yeah.
1: but I mean, God knows your heart, so... Yeah, no. He
2: would probably... If his heart was truly, like, in Christ. Yeah, exactly.
0: God would know whether or not he meant it. This is a really hard topic on, like, rewards in heaven. Mm -hmm. That's something I still don't understand because it says in the Bible somewhere to throw all your riches to Jesus' feet in heaven, and it's like, it, it almost feels like you'd just be saving... Doing a bunch of good things on earth so you can get money in heaven just to throw it at Jesus. I don't know. That's probably just a really skewed <laughs> vision of that. But I think, I think Jesus will, he's the best judge. He knows what we did and what we've done. And it's not like we have to work for it, but it's a, it's a reward because we did a good job, I guess. I don't know. I guess so. But, but then th- th- does that imply more different levels of happiness in heaven? I'm not made to understand this. <laughs> I'm, I'm made to do it. Like uh, let's say Hitler goes to heaven, right? But he did everything wrong. Does he just get like a nice little shack, everyone <laughs> else gets a nice house? <laughs> All right. Well,
1: Aiden, we made it to heaven. There's your dog house. <laughs> Here's my mansion.
0: <laughs> Good luck. No, but I think I think that's something we should do more research on. I <clears throat> It doesn't really need research because it doesn't really matter at the end of the day. But riches in heaven is something I don't understand yet. Yeah, no. Jocelyn
1: asks if you commit suicide, do you go to hell immediately? And we've come to the conclusion that there is only one unforgivable sin in the Bible, and we've come, we've said this multiple times, which is blaspheming the Holy Spirit. Suicide is not seen as an unforgivable sin, and so
2: but, it's not is recommended. It a, is it a make but, or break? But we don't know. But there's a huge but.
0: It's not a make or break if you if you truly believe in Jesus and you happen to kill yourself, Jesus is the ultimate judge and he knows your heart, but it's not gonna if you're kidding me suicide won't make you
2: go to hell. I mean, the reason why like, yeah wait wait wait, but on a human level it, you won't be able to ask for forgiveness like once your body has perished, yeah, well, I mean that's the part that I don't understand. God
1: forgives without you even asking for it, yeah. Because you commit sins all the time. Without even knowing. Without about. even knowing about it. And then if God didn't forgive every single sin that you committed, then yeah. Yeah,
0: I don't think it's like so a little that's green right. light in heaven. When you sin, it goes to red. And then if you get hit by a bus, you go into hell. Well, that's why. It's like it's everything you've done and will do is already forgiven. Yeah, that's why the
1: Catholics. Um, Believe that you'll go straight to hell If you commit suicide Because Even if you If you commit a sin Let's say you cheat on your Significant other And you're driving full speed To go to the freaking The booty call (laughs) The the booty call No you're driving To go to the church To repent And The uh What's What's the guy's name The guy who forgives sins Uh, I know he's a priest Jesus No (laughs) the, The priest Or The preacher no, he's a priest, but mm-hmm. like, like
2: what the guy what's you the call box father called confession. You guys, yeah. So
1: you're going to go to confession. So this guy's going to a Catholic church. Yeah. Thing. Let's say you're on the. I just said. Oh, this. oh <laughs> sorry. <laughs> We're <laughs> in a Catholic church. You cheat on your wife. You're driving to go repent in the confession box or confess whatever. You're on your last turn. Boom! Bus hits you. You die. You're going straight to hell. Because <laughs> if you don't confess what you did,
0: the message doesn't go through. I guess.
1: Yeah, I guess for some reason we need humans.
2: That's why to tell um, God. But we can pray. That's why in the Old Testament, um <laughs> especially in Genesis, after God created the earth, the angels that were meant to protect the garden of Eden from man, um the word in like the word that described them in Hebrew translated to like messenger, you know? And so we can kind of apply that to Having our own angels that send messages, so the they're not
1: guardian people. angels or messenger angels. Yeah, like
2: well, I think the t- Holy Spirit does that
0: for us as well. Yeah, like Clarence, the Holy Spirit is the Snapchat between you and God. <laughs> <laughs> Hence, <laughs> the little yeah. ghost on the. Could like, have said text messages. What's up, like, Jesus? <laughs> the Holy Ghost tap. <laughs> except I guess you. I guess your messages do disappear if you send something bad. Jesus just wipes it away clean, just like Snapchat. That's a great analogy. Wow. I'm so proud <laughs> of you. Let <what laughs> me tell you. No, I just want to clarify. The only way to get to heaven, Romans 10, 9. If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Jesus it is Lord.
1: <laughs> Jesus is Lord. <laughs> it is
0: with your heart that you believed and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you profess your faith and are saved. As Scripture says, anyone who believes in him will never be put to shame. So, that's the only way you can be saved, will be saved, and
1: if and not, you're not saved... Get to it, and then on the contrary, there's Hebrews ten twenty six. But don't. Oh,
2: look. don't. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's scary. I'm curious. <laughs> you can, yeah, read it out loud.
1: Actually, Hebrews ten twenty six. I I haven't memorized. For if we go on sinning willfully after knowing the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins.
2: That's deep.
0: That's deep.
2: Yeah,
1: that one scared me.
2: Wait, but like God is glory. From <laughs> <But now, laughs>
1: Here, say that one more time. For if we go on sinning willfully after knowing the truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. (laughs) Why are you smiling?
0: I'm just thinking about it.
2: (laughs) If anyone, no, if anyone goes to heaven before they die, um, just note that what John saw was, like, a person, but, like, not. Wow. Thank you. I don't remember how they described it. <laughs> I don't remember how they described it, but in Revelation, he says how, like, are you in Revelations? Maybe. Wow. <laughs> I actually finished the Bible. What? what? How long have you been doing that for? A long time, I was going <laughs> to say. Um, no, but I think we should just wrap up the
0: heaven topic okay. and, and uh, say that it doesn't really matter. I think I think the main thing to take away is we can't comprehend what heaven will be like because our minds are just this is actually another thing i want to talk about and it's um it's a really cool verse first Cor- corinthians 13 12 for we now see only reflection as in a mirror then we shall see face to face now i know in part then i shall know fully even as i am known so reading oh. this verse you have to look at the context back then mirrors were a lot harder to see your actual reflection because they were made of like i don't know what tin or something they didn't have like glass as a reflection you're the historian i'm <laughs> so when they would look in, in the old days when they look in the mirror they didn't see a perfect reflection of themselves yeah and what this verse is saying is right now we can't fully understand god and i don't think we ever will but wow. once we get to heaven we will be able to see him face to face and not just in a blurry mirror we'll we'll see way more clearly and have all the questions answered and like god why did this happen to this person or why did this happen in my life those will all be answered and we'll see so clearly and see him face to face. But I don't think we'll ever fully understand God because that's He's God, and there's no way we can. But it's just going to be everything's going to make a if, ton of sense. If we fully
1: understood for. God, I don't think He'd be God. Yeah, true. I think so, that's. By the way, I
2: remembered something. The New Jerusalem is one thousand three hundred twenty cubic miles. Nice. Wait,
1: is it cubic miles or cubits?
2: Cubic miles. Okay,
1: because <laughs> cubits. They it's use. actually square feet. Um <laughs> <cubits> <laughs> Not a lot of people them. going to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> so, um, let's see here. Because they oh. did it in
2: twelve thousand some measurement like Hebrew thing, and I don't remember. But yeah, it, cubits. It's, uh,
0: yeah, we can we can measure heaven. We can try to imagine it as much as we want, but I don't think we will fully understand the full glory and amazingness of heaven till we are there. So yeah, that's probably true. Get ready and. Uh, Get your hats and socks blown off once you see that place, man. Because it's going to be a nice one. It's going to knock my socks off. How does that even work? Make sure you bring your camera. You know, vlog the whole thing. <laughs> That'll be Luke. <laughs> vlog your socks. there <laughs> <gonna> be
1: people <laughs> fighting, like, in the rapture and whatnot. And he'll just be like,
0: all right, guys. <laughs> Check it out behind me, the New Jerusalem. Pretty rad. It's really shiny. It's going to be hard to grade. It's big. <laughs> real cool. Yeah, so th- I think that's heaven. Um, we're not theologians and perfect people to talk about heaven, but I think it's kind of a fun subject to talk about and look forward to. And also um, kind of a calling that we should make sure we, we tell other people that heaven is real. What? q yeah. a To
3: all
0: your wonderful questions. First question we have is from Madison McCracken. how do you guys balance work school sports and god i've been really stressed lately and haven't had the time to open up my bible do you guys have any tips for managing schedules we've already answered this in previous episodes so i think we just do a fast speedy answer on this one
1: um sometimes i don't sometimes school gets thrown out the window because god is there
2: i'm just too spiritual (laughs) that's not true
1: but no I do work 30 hours a week on top of school 40 hours a week. So there is that. Actually, it's probably not 40. It's probably more like 35. But so I try to use my work time, though, because I do have a lot of time during work to uh, read and do schoolwork, which is nice.
0: And so I, I try to take advantage of that. Um, I think the main thing I want to say on this is balancing God and and work and whatever else is happening enough is really hard because there's so much going on. So I would just try, say, try to incorporate God into everything you're doing in your day. Okay, so
1: every single person, no matter who you are, including myself, because I don't do this sometimes, you can put 10 minutes of your time a day towards God just to either pray to Him or uh, read about Him or whatnot. And I, I'm a hypocrite to this, definitely. I don't do this sometimes.
0: Um, no, but I'm just saying, if you want to pretty much be a godly person I guess just like spend your entire day with God that's the only kind of way to do it is do everything through love and through how Christ would have done it yeah Yeah. so okay next question by Bree is the Holy Spirit a person? no Um, should we elaborate on that or just skip? (laughs) the spirit is not
1: a person (laughs) okay continue nice (laughs) another question from
0: her when we pray to God Jesus and the Holy Spirit how does the Holy Spirit hear our prayers?
2: With its
0: with the Holy Spirit powers, yes. Yeah. Does the
1: Bible <laughs> specify that? I mean, I mean, it's. I don't think there's some sort of like okay. scientific way. I'll I mean, use philosophical ways then. God knows everything, and if the Holy Spirit is God, it therefore knows everything. and knows what you're going to ask
0: before you ask. Mm-hmm. It. Before you ask it,
1: and as soon as you ask it, it can do it.
0: And from there, a lot of people are like, "Well, then, why the heck do I even pray? If He already knows what I need and what I want, why would I pray?" And this is why. Because when you are, let's say, when you pray for something, you're accepting that blessing into your life. God never forces anything upon us because he loves us and we're not his robots. So even your salvation, you have to ask for your salvation. If God wanted to just be a nice, awesome guy, he would just give you salvation because he loves you. But he loves us so much that he gives us free will so we have to decide these things for ourselves and that includes the blessings we receive in life so you almost have to accept and ask god for something for him to give it to you he's just not going to give it to you because he thinks it's what's best for you and maybe in some situations you will but i think we have to ask
2: and also that. that also reminds me i don't want to go too off topic but it reminds me of um steve's christmas service and he described us as Christians or just humans, as like sheep of God, and like Jesus being the one true shepherd, you know, sheep aren't meant to listen to other sheep; they're meant to listen to their shepherds. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I so, love that. Sec-
1: like that, what he was talking about that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So, as I was saying, um, if you ask the question, "Why would I ask God something if He already knows what I want?" I just think that's a really lazy question. <laughs> like, how lazy do you have to be to just be like, well, I want something, but I'm not going to ask for it because I shouldn't have to. Nice. That's just my opinion.
0: Are Christians obligated to tithe? Brittany, another question for Brittany. Thank you, Brittany. I don't think so. I think it's a good thing.
1: I don't think obligation. It doesn't say anywhere in the Bible that you need to donate to your church. It says, right. you should donate to the poor. Yeah, that's, that's a good thing. I'll talk
0: about kind of the history of tithing as... You know, okay.
1: It. If you have a backstory,
0: so it's pretty much in the Old Testament. There was these <laughs> these tribes called the Levites, and or tribe called the Levites, and pretty much their only job was to first off be the priests, do all the sacrificing, all the temple, all that kind of stuff. And they didn't make money except through people's donations, and not really donations. It, tithing back then was pretty much more of a tax, and it wasn't ten percent. It was more. It was almost. It was between twenty-three and Twenty nine percent of their income was pretty much <laughs> taxed. Is kind of the more modern way of looking at it, but a lot of people see it as tithing, but taken away. Yeah, so pe- people that was pretty much the tax the Jewish people paid to keep their culture slash whatever town and stuff going. Um, and nowhere in the New Testament or the Old really does it say you have to give money. It's un- it's a sin if you do otherwise, and so. God does, however, say, give money, be generous, but he doesn't want you to do it out of fear or out of... Like, if you're giving money and you don't want to give money and you feel regret, that's not what he wants for you. He wants you to give money and be joyful in doing it. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think a lot of people just look at this like just money, but I think it also includes your time, how you act. All sacrifices
1: in this world. Yeah.
0: So... I think that answer, that one, was pretty good. So, short answer: Do you have to tithe? No. Um, Unless if you, you do want tithe, to. that's how your church does survive and brings a lot of it brings the gospel to a lot of people. So, it's definitely not a bad cause. What language will we speak in heaven? Probably
2: English. The rest for them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll Chinese. speak American in heaven.
0: <laughs> I'm just going to make that clear. <laughs> yeah. We already answered all the rest. So, you guys had a few questions about heaven, but we kind of already answered those. Um, so, thank you, Amy. And Kate for asking those questions. But, uh, yeah, we answered them in the main episode. So, thank you all for listening. We have a special uh, special announcement. I don't know who's saying the announcement. Uh, I, I can say it
1: because uh, I have been working on it myself a little bit. Aww. Definitely not as much as uh, my wa- I mean, girlfriend. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Jocelyn has started a retreat um, recently.
0: It is called Faith That Grows. I think you should come on and just talk about it. Yeah. Just come on and come, talk about come
1: it. Come sit down. Where's the all
0: right, guys, we have a special announcement. Um, we are kind of slash helping someone that's very close to someone here's heart start a camp um, for for teenagers. For I'm not really sure who, but we're going to hear all about that right now.
3: Yeah, so the retreat is called Faith That Grows. So the whole point of it is to truly grow your faith. It's not, I mean, it is to find Jesus, but it's not. For people who are atheist, I, who are just like starting their faith, so like you pretty have you have a pretty good understanding of it. A fa- thank you, a foundation of faith. Um, but it's gonna be July 11th to the 15th at Timber Creek Ranch, and it's only for the class of 2025. Took 2022, so if you're 18 at that time, you're you're good to go. But if you're over 18, you can't. I mean, you can go, Look but that? you can go because. We know you're not a creep and you know
0: ah i see yeah
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's yes. only for I wear Jesus it's on, okay. only for uh safety reasons for yes. that. um but yeah so like i said it's mainly for teens if you want to look us up we're trying to get um donations so
0: it's free almost.
3: yeah it's free for everybody we're trying to make it we're trying to make it free yeah, yeah. so if you want to go on com, all one word and then go under sponsor sorry i'm looking at my phone because i forgot how to and then you click the hit go fund me link you can scroll through and figure what you want to fund and then that money will go to that specific thing
0: so. nice and for anyone that doesn't know this is wolfkin's girlfriend she was in the demiology is that you say it, episode mm-hmm. so go listen to that if you haven't listened to it and i, I just have a question what made you want to start this i don't
3: know i've I, I just feel like it's I wanted to start it last year, but just things weren't coming together. And I just mm-hmm. think it's something that God's like, you need to do
0: this. That's cool.
3: So,
0: yeah. Nice. Well, with that, I think you guys should hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. Go follow us on Instagram, TikTok. Go ask Wolfgang a bunch of questions on his personal Instagram. Make sure you follow him as well. And uh, with that, we'll end it off. And uh, thank you guys for watching, listening, and subscribing. We'll see you guys in the next one. Thank you Christmas. you, all.
1: Merry Christmas. Late Christmas. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
3: Revolutionary